Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tonight. Looking for something new to watch? E.T.'s got you covered. I know. From movies to TV, the new releases to put on your radar. (laughs) Wonder Woman 1984, our exclusive behind the scenes of the blockbuster you can watch from home. Oh my God, are you okay? Did I hurt you? Plus, George Clooney's latest. All right, guys, that's it. He's the director, the star, and the barber. I do cut my son's hair. Then, Chadwick Boseman's final film role, what his co-star Viola Davis saw on set. In hindsight, all of it makes sense now. And Jamie Foxx's new movie that has his 12-year-old daughter saying, You finally made it, Dad. Well, the wait is almost over for the return of Wonder Woman. It's finally opening on Christmas Day. Yeah, I mean, who needs five golden rings when we've got Gal Gadot in her two golden bracelets? be doing that today. The first action sequence that you see in the movie, we took over uh, an abandoned mall from the 80s and we completely dressed it up like the 80s. And then the entire ceiling was covered with wire rigs. Everything that you see there is either me or my stunt girls. You have Quite the showdowns with Miss Kristen Wiig. We would do the fight and we fight and we go all the way and then they say cut and then we're like, oh my God, are you okay? Did I hurt you? (laughs) Then we hug and we're like, it was fun, it's crazy. Barbara, what did you do? How do you recuperate from something like that? How do you wind down? Epsom salt baths. Um, multiple times a day. You show up to shoot and you're already tired and sore. Yeah, the ladies throw down, but Pedro Pascal's perfectly happy being the supervillain who doesn't fight. It's so nice for the women to take that over. Like, they're the ones that are kicking butt. And, 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 and I'm grateful. I'm literally scrambling around on the floor trying to just get out of the way. Wonder Woman 1984 is set in, well, 1984, 70 years after the original film left off, complete with 80s hair, fashion, and music. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. Chris Pine returns as Steve Trevor, rekindling his romance with Diana. It's all art. It's, uh, that's just a trash can. It's just a trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really tell you much about how I come back. Patty talked about it during the first, uh, when we were making the first one, Rachel. I was super excited. I loved the, the material, I loved the project. I love Steve Trevor and I, I would have always wanted him to come back, but I would have never done it if it didn't make sense. But the biggest love fest on this set might have been the friendship that blossomed between Gal and Kristen. The first time I saw her in her Wonder Woman outfit, I was like, oh my God, she's one of the warmest, kindest, like she has such a big heart and I feel really lucky that she's my friend. 
Man, I can't wait for this. You know, I love the first one so much. It actually made more than $800 million around the world. It's a lot of money. $821 million. Oh, thank you for I like clarifying to be that. <laughs> well, it's been 23 years since George Clooney was one and done with Batman, but now he just pretty much does it all. Everything. Yeah, he is directing and starring in The Midnight Sky, which, by the way, opens today. Is anyone out there? What was it like once being the sexiest man alive and then putting on that father time beard? Not once being sexy. Let's be clear. Twice being sexy. Twice, right? My wife and my daughter were really happy to see it go. It wasn't Clooney's beard, but his floby haircut that recently made international headlines. It sold out shortly after he told us this. My wife, I think a few years ago when she first saw me using it, she came in, she heard this sound. It sounds like a hurricane. And she goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm cutting my hair. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. I should have bought stock in the company before I said anything. You know, I screwed up. Does she let you put that thing near the kids at all? No, but I do cut my son's hair. Uh, what? Yeah, I have to cut his hair. Not with a flow beat, though. Barber, actor, director. And action! Clooney also produced his new post-apocalyptic thriller. He plays a scientist trying to warn astronauts David Oyelowo, Kyle Chandler, and a pregnant Felicity Jones about a catastrophe that has taken over Earth. Clooney changed the script to accommodate her pregnancy. How did that conversation go? Hey, George, by the way, I know you hired me, but I'm pregnant. I think George Clooney was one of the first people I told. I think ahead of some members of my family. So <laughs> it was fantastic in, in the film to be able to embrace being pregnant. And I mean, real testimony to his, his modernity and in, in, in his approach. I don't think I've seen uh, a pregnant astronaut in a movie before who's actually pregnant. That in and of itself felt groundbreaking. Everybody got really fit for this movie, Kyle. Is that the deal? Oh my God. I mean, it was brutal. I couldn't even sit up for the first five days after I got there. So I worked my way out of that. I was like, listen, guys, I'm not spacewalking. I don't think I need this. And I got out of there. These guys, uh-uh, they were stuck. Even George lost 25 pounds for his role. Unfortunately, he says he was hospitalized for pancreatitis for days leading up to the production due to his rapid weight loss. But typical Clooney, he took his health scare in stride. It gets really easy to put weight on and a lot harder to take it off you know there you go ain't that the truth all right now let's talk about a big family film streaming on disney plus christmas day disney pixar soul now this one it's going to tug at your heartstrings and i had a chance to talk to the all-star voices who will bring this sweet animated film to life i did it i got the gig what did it mean to do the first really Disney, the Pixar movie that has an African-American protagonist, this is a big deal. It, you know, it's a huge deal. I mean, if you look at what we're going through with all the marches where we were on the front lines of that, this is an opportunity for us to escape. All right, all right, where's this guy? You know, I gotta get back to my show. This is an opportunity for us for, to have a moment of smiles. Everyone has dreams. Everyone's a unique soul. I think um, with these black characters, you just see that we are, as you know, it's often said, so much more alike than we are different. Jamie voices Soul's lead character, a musician who, after a little misstep, finds himself in the great before. That's where he meets fellow Soul, Tina Fey, and the two go on a journey to figure out what makes you, you, and the simple things that make life worth living. You can't crush a soul here. That's what life on Earth is for. Tina, how was it when Jamie was in there? I mean, he'll give yeah. you a little extra something. Uh, uh, uh. It was all very on game. Like, it was all, it was super funny, and it was all in the booth. You know, it was all usable. No taste. Or touch. 
See? I feel like this movie's coming at a time when people are going to be ready to let some emotion out. Felicia Rashad and Angela Bassett play soulful family and friends from Jamie's neighborhood. And what the film is about is about humanity. I think that's what's important. This is a movie that kids and kids and kids will watch forever. Kevin, my young daughter, 12 years old, said, you finally made it, Dad. I didn't even <laughs> think she was famous until you got in this movie. Life is full of possibilities. You just need to know where to look. Now, Soul will also be the first Pixar film to have two separate soundtracks, one featuring the original score and the other that is celebrating jazz. I know the Frasier household loved this movie, right? Love this movie, and the music is great. Oh, I can't wait to see it. All right, well, meanwhile, blues music is at the heart of the powerful Netflix drama Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It's already generating a lot of award season buzz for its stars Viola Davis and the late Chadwick Boseman. You all didn't know that Chadwick was sick. No idea. I mean, you know, he was thin. You go over there playing music. I know what I'm doing. He was very thin and he was very tired. But can I just tell you how many actors I've worked with who are very thin and very tired? I'm going to get me a band and make me some records. Only E.T. had this exclusive behind-the-scenes footage of Chadwick on set of his final film role. Is it better than my version? That's what I want to know. Now, looking back, you saw, you know, his makeup artists and his and his hairstylist who were praying over him and meditating over him. In hindsight, all of it makes sense now, but that's the only part of it that makes sense. Crazy as I can be. Playing mob, you had to do the padding. Was that your sweat or was that hurt? Was that, no, that Well, no, that was the sweat from my makeup artist. There's very little information about her, but one of the things uh, they say that she always looked like she was dripping in sweat. And that just added with the, to the padding, to the makeup that was like grease paint, to, you know, the gold teeth. The film about the real-life trailblazing mother of the blues was also produced by Viola's Fences co-star, Denzel Washington. Was Denzel around a lot? He was around a good bit. I have to tell you, there were times I know Denzel was tearing up. He just... Loved it. Man, that movie. Now, mm. remember this film is based on an August Wilson play. Remember yes. his other one, Fences, gave Viola Davis her first Oscar. And one of the greatest cries in movie history. One of the greatest scenes, period. Hello. Yes. All right, now to Kerry Washington's husband making moves on a Marvel star. Uh-oh. Just a true romantic story. Our day at the beach with Nandi Asamoah and Tessa Thompson as they filmed the stunning Sylvie's Love. So what's the verdict? Am I any good? Plus, it doesn't get more dramatic or dishier. Why everyone's going to be talking about Bridgerton on Netflix. I'm watching Nick. And Paul Abdul on her big primetime return. You'll be seeing our moves. And, and let me tell you, people are going to want to steal them. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Looking right here in the center, right here. Hi. You know, Kerry Washington isn't the only actor in her family. Her husband, Namdi Asamoah, who is a pretty good football player, stars with Tessa Thompson in the romance Sylvie's Love. And only E.T. hit the beach behind the scenes. 
This is a cool love story. What was it like bringing this to life? For black folks, we haven't gotten to see ourselves like that. We just don't have enough great love stories that exist for us. So it's pretty incredible to, to get to play that. It's a joy for me every day, just get to be in love. <laughs> well said. May I have the pleasure of this dance, Miss Johnson? Tessa Namdi's new Amazon movie is beautifully shot, taking place in 1950s and 60s Harlem with period costumes and elaborate sets. But their romance is complicated. Namdi's an aspiring sax player in love with Tessa, who's engaged to someone else. You're really playing the saxophone in this. Really playing the saxophone in this, yeah. You learned some, for this. I learned for yeah. this, yeah. I've never played... I mean, I played when I was six. I played the clarinet for like three months. Sometimes we'll be in the hair and makeup trailer and we hear him outside practicing. You guys don't tell me that. Oh, we can hear you. <laughs> so what's the verdict? Am I any good? We were with Tessa and Namdi on the L.A. set of Sylvie's Love last year. One perk of the job, Tessa and Namdi are their own boss. Okay, has there been anything as being the producers that you were like, whoa, this is a lot harder than we thought? Is there anything that you were like, you were like, what, nobody I say, told I would say in moments that you're late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, because you, you, you are mad at yourself. <laughs> right. You haven't. So. I haven't. I've been good on this, but I think those are the that's moments every day, when you might like to yeah. slack off. Yeah, but you don't take as long in the makeup chair as me, so that's okay. <laughs> I will tell you, these two together, their chemistry is magic. Can't wait for everybody to see this movie. All right, up next, what do you get when you mix Dancing with the Stars with The Masked Singer? Let me tell you. Our Masked Dancer sneak peek from Paul Abdul and Ken Jeong. You heard it here first. Plus, it's Downton Abbey meets Desperate Housewives. Kind of feisty, kind of daring, modern twist on it. We're on the set of Bridgerton before it becomes everyone's next Netflix binge. Hello, Entertainment Tonight. You got Paul Abdul, uh -huh. Brian Austin Green, yep. Ashley Tisdale, and they will all join a very busy Ken Jung because he's everywhere these days <laughs> on Fox's new show, The Masked Dancer. Y'all, it's just four days away, and I spoke to this Motley crew ready to bring the party to prime time. It's crazy. It is so much fun. Sky's the limit. Move over, The Masked Singer. Here comes The Masked Dancer, premiering Sunday on Fox. Did I read right that this idea was born out of an Ellen DeGeneres segment. Yeah. Is that was, true? Yeah. Ellen on her show actually did a Masked Dancer segment as an homage to the Masked Singer. And then I think it just snowballed to have this spun off into a series. When I heard about this, I thought it, it's impossible. I thought the same thing at first. The clue packages are so much more detailed than they were on Singer. I told you I had a feeling about this one. I have to think, Paula, was it a quick yes for you? It was, yeah. And I always wanted to work with Ken. It is one of the highlights of my career, just to say, I, I'm, I'm doing a show with Paula Abdul. I'm thinking Britney Spears. Fergie. Who was the best guesser out of the panel? Everyone on the panel at least guessed one. Okay, you know I want to put y'all to the test. See how good you really are. We've masked the celebrity, but we're going to okay. show you the social media dance that they did. Mm. Ready? Mm -hmm. Here you go. Here I go, here I go, here I go. Again, oh, girls, what's my weakness? Okay. This is somebody who's taller because the guy she's, or the guy is short. I knew oh, it. I knew it. <laughs> and that's her son. I'm seeing big house. I'm seeing that that that's a that's an expensive mirror. Oh geez. Joel McHale. 
this is uh, clearly Rob Gronkowski. Clearly. <laughs> this person is probably dancing with themselves because even if we weren't in a global pandemic, they probably wouldn't be touching anything. Like a Howie Mandel? Pow! You good! <laughs> mm. It's Ashley. Oh, man. It's the Tiz. Oh, my gosh. Paula? Paula? Yes! So much to watch. All right, well, now on Christmas Day, get ready to fall in love with Bridgerton. It's Shondaland's first series on Netflix. Think Downton Abbey meets Desperate Housewives. Yeah, and E.T. was exclusively on set. Do not tell me that is yet another scandal sheet. This one is different. This one, this subject's my name. <laughs> More zing than Downton. It's more outrageous, maybe, than Downton Abbey. More elaborate, kind of feisty, kind of daring, modern twist on it. I'm tuning in. <laughs> I'm watching this. It doesn't get more dramatic or dishier. It's a full-on dinner plate, lunch plate, and breakfast a dish. Nothing but dish. Yeah, this is a costume drama set in 19th century London. But since it comes from the mastermind behind Grey's Anatomy, Shonda Rhimes, you know there's romance, scandal, and more than a few McDreamies in this photogenic, diverse cast. As a woman of color, how could I not be thrilled to be working for Shonda Rhimes? And I'm also thrilled to say, yeah, do you know what? People of color existed in this country right back to Roman times. Bridgerton is the name of the ultra-posh family at the center of it all. The lush British locations and sets definitely take your breath away. Hello, entertainment tonight. This is Jonathan Bailey, Anthony Bridgerton in Bridgerton, and welcome to the set here in the UK. And of course, this is really similar to my uh, house at home, as all Brits do live in these sweeping staircase halls. It's very steamy. Well, we, we've had an intimacy coach, um, which I've never had before in a job, which is amazing to work with. We rehearse everything almost like a stunt. This is a very steamy program. I know, I'm gonna have to warn my mom before it comes out. I'm like, we'll just get you the censored version. As for the fashion, well, the look is bold colors and lots of corsets. Many of the costumes are one of a kind, created for each actor's body. Each flower on here is hand-stitched, including the one I'm wearing today. Very, very beautiful. My name is Lady Whistledown. You do not know me and never shall. And recognize that voice? It's the legendary Julie Andrews who narrates the sexy series when it premieres on Netflix Christmas Day. I certainly know you. So look, Kevin, in case you didn't know, Bridgerton is based on author Julia Quinn's historic romance novels, which Shonda Rhimes was a big fan of, and yes. she knew, she knew that this would be perfect as a series. The woman just knows. She knows. Yes, yeah. She yeah. Knows. <laughs> All right, coming up. The cast of Sabrina gives E.T. a tour of the set ahead of its New Year's Eve return. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. <laughs> it's ingrained in me. You know, when the magic of Christmas is over, you can turn to a little black magic because <laughs> season four of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina premieres New Year's Eve on Netflix. By the way, the magic of Christmas is never over, but only we got a look around the set from the cast. Only two more sleeps till Christmas, everybody. Good night.
Hello and welcome. Oh, hello there, E.T. Over here, we have a staircase that leads to nothing at all. Do you have anything to say for yourself? You've been in this house your whole life. Nothing. Just crickets from this guy. I never think that our show can get darker or weirder, and then it always does. They're gonna see characters in, in situations that I think they would have never imagined them to be in, so that's pretty cool. Oh, Sabrina, this is gonna be a laugh riot. Wanna see me do a spit take? Sorry, who are you? This is where the Spellmans usually powwow. Also, another thing to take note of is this crazy, beautiful glass ceiling. Ceiling goals, am I right? And then... Beautiful. Obviously, the classic Sabrina stereo move where she points her hand and it turns on, except it's all make-believe and I can't really do that. E.T., thanks so much for sticking with us and we'll see you see on the screen. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcast.